Welcome to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Here you can find sermons from our Sunday and Wednesday night services. You can find more information about the ministry of Addison FWB Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org. Tonight's sermon is from night two of our 2024 revival. Join us as we hear from Mark Dunlap, preaching from 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. I do know that I'm with Brother Matt, and I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord this evening. I'm glad for another opportunity to come out and be with God's people. Those of you that have your Bibles this evening, we're going to 2 Chronicles, the 7th chapter. 2 Chronicles, the 7th chapter. What should be once again a very familiar passage of Scripture. You've probably heard this preached a hundred times, or if not more, it's it's one of those passages of Scripture. It seemed like every time I'm involved with a revival and I preach the first night of a revival I preach, whether it's the first night of the revival or somewhere down the line, if I preach in a revival, it seemed like God always leads me to this passage of Scripture. And hopefully here in just a moment, you'll understand why. Second Chronicles, the second chapter... And we're going down there about the 14th verse. Most of you in the sound of my voice will be able to quote this passage. If my people, come on church, somebody get with me. If my people, I'm just going to come out here to where I can read that. Listen, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then, listen, then and only then, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Listen, I'm just going to tell you tonight, last night what Brother Christian Scott preached, he preached enough gospel. Listen, all of Gallia County should be revived over what he preached last night. Preached a wonderful message. And if God will allow me, and if you'll allow me for just a few minutes, maybe I'm going to try to come down the line a little bit from where he was at. Listen, because as I begin to think about revival... Listen, I think sometimes, church, we've got this backwards. I think too often times, listen, we begin to think about revival and we automatically go to lost souls being saved. I'm not going to discount that. Listen, I'm just going to tell you nothing gets me more excited. Come on, church, somebody say amen. Nothing gets me more excited than to see a lost sinner come down to an old-fashioned order of prayer and turn their heart over to God. Listen, and the change come like I preached last time I was here. That change come to the old home place. But honey, listen, let me tell you, I'm just going to break it off right here and tell you that revival is for the church yeah. first. Amen. When you revive something, 
Come on now, yeah. just look it up. I wish I had a Webster's Dictionary with me. Listen, and we can look up that word revival. Listen, and how that when you revive something, you take something that was alive and has died off, and you're bringing it back to life. Yeah. Revival, church, is for you. But I'm just going to tell you, buddy of mine, T.J. Salango, listen, from down around Beckley, heard him preach a bunch of times, and I'm just going to throw it out there just like T.J. would. If you came into this revival, they might not want you to have me back by the time I'm done. But listen, if you come into this revival this week, these few days that we're having revival, if you came into this revival and you've already got it in your mind that by the time they close it out Sunday night, you're not going to change anything. You're not going to strive any harder. You're not going to try to get closer. You've done nothing but waste your time. That's hard preaching, but it's just as honest as I can be. Honey, listen, you want to know where revival starts? It starts at the house of God. Listen, revival, just like judgment starts, it begins in the house of God. Revival starts right here. I've heard it said many times and I'm going to throw it out. I'll get down to this in a minute, but i got to get this part out first. I've heard it said many times and I'm going to throw it out again right here. You want to know how to start revival? It's real simple. Yeah, amen. All you do is you get you a piece of chalk and you draw you a circle. Come on, somebody get with me. Lesson, you draw you a circle and you step right in the middle of that circle and you begin to pray, God, start revival right here. Start revival. Revival doesn't start the first night of revival. Honey, revival started weeks ago. Revival started months ago. Revival started before we ever started this series of meetings. Honey, listen, God's people are the ones that need revival tonight. Look around you. (laughs) Well, you look around you at the people that used to shout the roof off. Come on. I believe he preached it last night about wither and watching. Is that what he preached? I'm going to tell you that. I I believe in giving credit where credit's due. God did a good job through that man last night. Listen, listen I've done listened to that message twice. And I don't know about you, but the brother preached to me if he didn't preach to anybody else. But listen, God's people need revived. God's people need a closer walk. Come on. God's people need to be more like him. You want to see so you want to get to that part of revival. You want to get to that part of revival where you begin to see the altar line with lost souls. You want to see that part of revival where you see people come down and give their heart to God. You want to see that part of revival where you finally get to see your lost loved ones your lost friends and family that you've been praying with praying for year after year honey you want to see them come it starts with God's people getting revived here's where it starts see 
I don't know if I'm going to get all this preached or not. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm like old Jack Holly. I wish I could preach this about half as good as I'm feeling it tonight. Listen, but listen. If my when it gets down here to the part where it talks about listen and turn from their wicked ways, I think I want to preach to God's people for just a minute. Listen, how easy is it when we get down to that part right there where it says and turn from their wicked ways? Listen, God's people are gonna turn off and think, well, talking about wicked ways, he's talking to the sinner right there. Yeah, he is. He is talking to the sinner right there. But let me shake your fruit the let me climb your tree and shake your fruit. Look at the very first. You want to know who he's talking to in this passage of scripture. You want to know exactly who it's meant for. If my people that are called by my name. Here we go. Shall humble themselves and pray. I'm just going to throw it out there. Life is busy. I'm still preaching on revival. I'm, listen, I'm going to tell you, life is busy. I don't know about y'all. It seemed like I, I'm going 50 different directions. Listen, and, and, and there's never enough hours in the day. There's never enough daylight to get things done. There's never enough time to get through everything. By the time I go to work, come home, listen, go to church, spend time with the wife, spend time with the kids, listen, and do all these other things. Seems like there's just not enough hours in the day. I'm going somewhere right here. Listen, and how did I promise you this? When, th when time gets into a crunch, when we get down and we begin to win, Weed things out uh, of things that are taking our time. Listen, I'm going to throw it out. You might agree with me. You may not, but I'm just going to tell you, and I can just about show you the proof of it tonight, church, how that when we begin to weed things out and prioritize things and the things that have to get done and the things that can wait, God's people, God takes the hit first. Amen. Listen, it's God's time that gets slighted. It's God's time that gets shaved. It's God's time that gets pinched. Listen, I, I'm just here to tell you, it's our prayer. When things get busy and we don't have enough time for everything, it's our devotional time that goes by the wayside. Listen, when we can't get everything done and, we've been a, and we're in a rush, it's our prayer time that takes the hit. It's our prayer time that we do away with. You wonder why the church is in the shape that it's in? Oh, Lord, I didn't expect no amens right there. <laughs> you wonder why the church is in the shape. I'm going to preach some good stuff to you here in a minute. Listen, I had a pastor growing up. I don't know if any of you know a pastor. Oh, uh, uh, Pastor Allman that used to be down there at the Christian Union Church. He'd preach on Sunday morning and then he'd come back on Sunday night and he'd say, well, I raked you pretty good. So I'll put a little salve on you this evening. I, well, I'm raking you pretty good up front. I, I'll put a little salve on you before I get done. But listen, I've got to preach this. How that, it's God's time that, gets, that goes out the door first listen here's what happens oh we'll still pray 
Come on now. We'll still pray. We'll run, we'll run to the bedside or we'll run to the couch and we'll get down there. And as soon as we hit our knees, we begin to say, God, I need this and God, I need that. And God, help me here and God, help me there. God, and this one needs this and God, that one needs that. God, I need a touch here. God, I need a touch there. Listen, and we begin to go through our laundry list of things we need. And once we get through praying for everything we need, we jump up and we're on to the next thing. Hey, I'm here to ask you this question tonight when it talks about humble yourself and pray. Listen, when was the last time this is self-included. I ain't leaving myself out of none of this. Listen and how that. When was the last time that you got down before God and didn't ask Him for anything? Just begin. I'm going to tell you every song that they sang here tonight was nothing but lifting up the holy name of Jesus. Everything they sang tonight was in worship to a holy God. When was the last time, church, that we got down before God? And didn't ask him for anything. Just begin to thank him for everything. And praise him for nothing else. If we just praise him for exactly who he is. Amen. Amen. See it's easy. It's easy for me to just get down and throw out the laundry list of my needs. <laughs> Boy I tell you what I could break off and preach right here. On exactly how Jesus prayed. Huh? When, when Jesus said, when you pray, pray like that, he didn't ask for a whole lot. Huh? Read through the prayer, the, what we call the Lord's Prayer. Read through it sometime and really begin to take it apart. He doesn't ask for a whole lot there, but you want to know what he does? He does a whole lot of praise to the Father. He does a whole lot of recognizing the Father for exactly who he is. Child of God, you want to get somewhere with God. You want a closer walk with God. You want to be more like God. Begin to praise him for exactly who who he is. Amen. Amen. Pray. Humble. Listen, the very first thing I got, very first thing we got to do is humble ourselves. What do you mean, Brother Mark? The very first thing I have to recognize, he's a whole lot bigger than I am. Listen, he's a whole lot higher than I am. His ways are a whole lot higher than mine. His thoughts are a whole lot higher than my thoughts. Listen, and I, we children of God need to humble ourselves down and realize exactly who he is and begin to cry out to him. Amen. Mm. Talking about healing your life. Listen, I'm going to throw this out too right quick. I know I'm jumping to the end of the verse right here, but I'll come back. Listen, and how that you see, it talks about then, and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Honey, I'm here to tell you if there's ever a time when America has need of a healing, if there's ever a time that the land we live in is in need of a healing, I'm talking about a spiritual healing. If there's ever a time that we need to see that, it's in the day and age in which we live in. And this is exactly where it'll start. Pray and seek my face. When was the last time? I'm still preaching on revival. Huh? I'm still preaching on revival. Because I don't know about you. Can I be honest for just a minute? 
I need revival. Brother Matt, I believe, done said he needed it. I need revival. Sister Debbie done talked about how, listen, I need revival. Listen, and I hear again, I believe in giving credit where credit's due. Listen, you want to know where revival started? It started right here where Sister Debbie was tonight when she says, I don't care about anything else other than my friends and family gathering around me and praying with me. Listen and seek my face. I already asked you when was the last time you got down and prayed without asking for anything. Listen, let me go up. There's another side to that coin. Listen, I'm, I'm, not going to dis, I'm not discounting your needs because there's not a soul in the sound of my voice that you don't have a need of some kind, whether it be a spiritual need, a physical need, emotional need, family need, financial need, whatever it may be. Everybody in the sound of my voice, you have a need of some kind. Listen, and too often times, those needs go unanswered. You want to know why? Because right here, we get down and we pray about it a little bit, but we don't seek God's face in the matter. Sometimes you gotta press through. (laughs) Come on now. Sometimes you gotta keep pushing. Sometimes you gotta keep pressing. Sometimes you gotta keep going. Sometimes you gotta pray a little longer. Sometimes you gotta pray a little harder. Sometimes you gotta dig a little deeper. We already mentioned, I believe Christian preached on her last night a little bit. Somebody already maybe mentioned her here tonight uh, talking about that woman with the issue of blood. Uh, listen, uh, since for 12 years, I believe she had it. Uh, done spent everything she had, uh, every bit of everything she had, she done give to the doctors. Uh, and she wasn't a bit better uh, than what she was when she started. Uh, not even not better. She said she daily grew worse. Uh, she only grew worse each and every day. But you want to know what she determined in? her heart she heard about this man well glory she heard about this man named Jesus and she said I've got to get to him you want revival right here's where it's at see Jesus was thronged by people let's just put this in modern day terms if Jesus was walking down the street today, down 2nd Avenue in Gallipolis, and he was going by and he was just healing everybody that he touched. No matter what their, no matter what their sickness was, no matter what was wrong with him, he was going by and touching them. By the time he got, by the time, if he started there about Sycamore Street, by the time he got down to Vine Street at the other end, I'm going to go out on a limb and say there'd be a few people around him. I'm going to bet there's a worse traffic jam in town than what there is when they like to park up. Listen, I'm not preaching against the park. I'm just throwing out. But listen, people, how that, listen, that they would throng him. In that day, the people were thronging him, man. Everybody wanted a touch from the master. Listen, but this lady, listen, I'm sure she was weak. She was about gone. Listen, but she determined in her heart, I'm going to get to the master. If I can but just touch the hem of his garment, if I can just get to him, I don't need nothing great. I don't need no great show. I don't need no spectacle. I just got to get a hold of the hem of his garment. 
arm and I, listen she could have stood back there here's where people go with their needs unmet I, listen she could have stood back there Leah and looked at the crowd and said I'm too weak I'm too frail and I can't get to him with that kind of an attitude you know what she'd have got absolutely nothing other than sicker every day but honey listen she set her eyes on Jesus well listen there's a whole other message for a whole other day talking about having your eyes on Jesus well she set her eyes on him and she began to press through the crowd it didn't matter what got in her way she pressed through the crowd and she kept pressing and she kept pressing child of God you have needs in your life begin to seek his face and pray and begin to press Begin to press, begin to push. Amen. See, because she got to the master. (laughs) Come on now. She got to the master church. Listen, just reached out. Didn't even speak to him, didn't do anything. Just reached out and touched the hem of his garment. Listen, and it said, listen, she had to touch. It took about four or five days for it to work, didn't it? No, it said, and instantly, instantly, the issue of her blood was staunched. See, too often times, we have needs and we have needs of God. And we have needs that only God can fix. We have needs that only God can take care of. Listen, and we see how, and we don't want to press through. It's a good point in this message right here to ask you another question. When was the last time you truly felt like you was in the throne room of God? Oh yeah. I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna preach it to you right here. Brother Mark, you mean to tell me that I can come right into the very throne room where God is? Absolutely. For one thing, you've been invited there. He said, come, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Listen, but one writer also said this, let us therefore come boldly before the throne of grace that we may find help, obtain help in the time of trouble. You child of God, Can I preach a little bit of something that I heard Rick Barkus preach years ago? Listen, I can't preach all of Rick, but I heard Rick Barkus preach because I heard him preach a lot. But I'm going to throw this out there and tell you this, how that I heard Rick preach one time about a house down there on Chatham Avenue. Listen, right there on the little side street and how he could go down there and he could go right on in the place. Same thing for me, right down there at 1709 Chestnut where my mom and dad live. Listen, I can go right on in the place. Matter of fact, I believe if I look, I probably got a key to the lock on the door. You want to know why? Because I'm the son. You want to know why, child of God, that you have a right and an invitation to come into the very throne room of God. You are a child of God tonight. That ought to 
spark something in you in itself just to think how you're a child of the Most High. That's in this very same Jesus that they sang. The very same God, our God is an awesome God, right? Listen, that very same God is my Father. Listen, and that very same Jesus that they sang about is my big brother. Listen, I, we child of God, you have a right to come into the very throne room of God. See, but too often times, go back to the hard preacher here for a minute. Too often times we don't want to push hard enough to make it in the door. We want to get down and throw up a 10 second prayer. Listen, you want to get somewhere with God. You want to see the land healed. You want to see sins forgiven. Right there's a very, you got to pray and seek the face of God. And turn from their wicked ways. Mm, Come on now. I believe the brother preached on it a little bit last night too. Talking about people being withered. He was talking about God's people being with. Listen, I'm going to tell you, you, you really listened to what the man preached last night. Those withered, he was talking about God's people. I, I'm just honest enough to admit to you, there's times that this preacher gets a little withered. Huh? Come on now. Listen, if you're a child, every child of God in the sound of my voice, I, I don't think a one of us can't say we don't once in a while get a little withered. Amen. Humble ourselves and pray and seek God's face. See, that's where revival comes in. Are you are you revived tonight? I'm not going. I'm not going to preach the. I'm not going to preach the man's message. You already preached it. Listen, I couldn't preach half of what he preached there. The man, listen, but what he preached about being withered. Are you withered tonight? Huh? Boy, oh boy. You ever just been up here preaching, Matt, and God hit you with something? <laughs> Truman, Bert, you ever just been up here preaching and God just hit you with something? I thought this when I thought about being withered. I thought about a plant or a garden. I'm liable to take off, so if I go down the aisle, you better get out of the way because I'm coming. Uh, listen. But I thought this, how that you take an old withered up plant that's just about gone, it's drying up. You wanna know what you do to that plant? Well, somebody better get with me right here. Yeah, yeah listen, you withered up. Put a little water on it tonight. Listen, let me take you over there. Listen, I believe that there was a woman that came out to the well. Listen, and she came. And listen, and Jesus began to speak to her and ask her for a drink. Listen, and she said, do you know, I'm a Samaritan. What are you doing? I'm going to add live hillbilly terms here. Listen, I'm a Samaritan. What are you doing asking me for a drink? And Jesus said, if you knew who it was that was talking to you. Listen, I would give you, I've got water that if you drink of my well, you'll never thirst again. You want to know how to get it unwithered? Begin to put a little Jesus in. Well, listen, begin to seek a little more of Jesus. Then, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal 
their land. Do you need revival tonight? In closing, do you need revival tonight? Do you need... He also talked about a song last night that I used to sing. I sing all the time. Singing a lot of times right before I preach, he touched me. He touched me. Do you need a touch of the master's hand tonight? See, I'm firmly believe. I'm just old-fashioned enough to believe that you can come down to this altar of prayer and you can walk out that door different than what you walked in. If you're lost and you get saved, if you're a child of God, you just need a touch. No matter what your case is, you can walk out that door different than what you came in. Mark, you mean to tell me you, you honestly believe God works like that? I'm just, I'm just foolish enough to believe that. Listen, I'm just old-fashioned enough to believe that God works like that. Do you need a touch tonight? Get y'all to come back and get a song of invitation, please, if you would. You've been listening to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. You can find more information and explore our outreach ministries on our website at addisonfwbchurch.org. Thank you for listening.